Welcome to Coffee in the Library with Pastor Sevale. Another out of library episode. Uh, this time we are discussing cannabis. Are, are you okay with us discussing cannabis? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's not coffee. It starts with C. Yeah. Uh, it's those. It's one of those few words that starts with C that are not so welcome yeah in, in my in my heart yeah not so productive <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah but here we are we are going to talk about cannabis weed marijuana mm. all these other uh, uh terms or phrases that i use to talk about the same yeah. thing so to give some context as to why we're discussing it uh over the last um uh, fact the movement has been around for quite a while there's been a big push for uh cannabis for marijuana growing at the bare minimum our know, production to be mm-hmm. legalized around the world, but particularly in Zambia. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, the time is coming soon mm-hmm. when we might be looking at uh, fully legalized marijuana growing, mm-hmm. using, etc. And so we thought it best to discuss, yeah. Um, yeah, how should Christians think of it and address this oh. this matter. Mm-hmm. Um, so first and foremost, pasta. Is, uh, is 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 cannabis a sinful substance? Mm-hmm. That's a very very interesting question. Mm. The Bible does not. I mean, as I'm, as as far as my mind is concerned, or can wrestle, you will not find the scripture that condemns it mm. directly or indirectly, mm. just like drug or alcohol abuse and the like. Thou shalt not smoke weed. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, however. They are, like I always say, the Bible does contain, does contain principles for us to use and apply them in different situations yeah. that we'll be able to say no or yes and things like that. And so when we are talking of the issues of, issue of cannabis or marijuana, as we a term that will be more familiar with for most of us on this side, is we're really asking ourselves does the Bible give us guidelines on how to go about this issue? Mm. And I think it does. Uh, first, what comes to mind is First Corinthians 6, verse 12 to 20. Which, although it's not, it's not uh, talking about uh, cannabis per se, uh, uh, but it's the implications are that we must not intentionally do things that harm our body in one way or the other. And so Paul in 1 Corinthians 6 is, is saying, when he's talking about uh, running away from sexual immorality, he, he says this in verse 12, all things are lawful for me, but not all things are helpful. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be dominated by anything. Food is meant for the stomach, and the stomach for food. And God will destroy both one and the other. The body is not meant for sexual immorality, but for the Lord, and the Lord for the body. And God raised, and God raised the Lord, and will also raise us up by His power. Do you not know that your bodies are members of Christ? Shall I take the members of Christ and make the members of a prostitute? Never. And then it goes on. But the point is, the starting for me, where it says, all things are lawful for me, but not all things are beneficial. 
And so when we're looking at this issue of uh, marijuana or cannabis, we are basically asking ourselves the question, is it okay for me to intentionally do anything that will bring some level of harm to my body? Yeah. And the answer is no. You should not. Okay. There are two things, yeah. two streams yeah. that we can go in here that yeah. hopefully we have enough time to go down. Yeah. Um, uh, the first one was mm. part of what you read. Mm. Uh, I will not allow anything to have dominion or mm -hmm. to, uh, to dominate uh, to, to dominate me, so it's in control. Mm. And the other one is harming the world. I'll, I'll, I'll start with the, uh, the the part about you know another something else being in control. Mm. Um, we haven't ever discussed alcohol on, on coffee in the library before, mm. but um, uh, hopefully we we'll do an entire episode on that. And that should be an interesting one. Mm. Um, isn't that is it, it seems to me that the, the issue here is similar to that of alcohol in that um, drunkenness is when the substance takes control it, it, it gets rid of your inhibitions yes. so that now you are no longer mm -hmm. you're no longer in control of your faculties yes um, and so uh, yes the, the, the issue can this issue, can this, can the topic of cannabis be brought down uh, to base terms as uh, it's something that removes your inhibitions, therefore you are no longer, uh, you are no longer in control of your faculties, therefore there's something wrong with it. That's, I, I didn't want to start from there. That's okay. why I said, where, is it okay to intentionally do something or to do things that will hurt your I body. I see. Okay. Then let, 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 me yeah. say, let me say it up yeah. a, a, a bit more. Then. Um, when you go to the hospital and they put you under general anesthesia and you go you go under, mm. you are no longer in control. Yes. Something else is in control. Yes. Right? Yes. The anesthesia has been used to take away your control. Uh -huh. I, um, if we are painting with the broad strokes, yeah. that would also be safe and wrong. No, but yes, if we're painting in, in broad strokes, so yes. that's why you're saying if you intentionally, yes, yes. So, how, how what's the difference between those two? Okay, good. Uh, so, here there's there's in one, in one sense where it is using control, yeah, in another, it's used not in control, yeah. So, for me, it's something is it okay for I to do something intentionally that brings them to my body, yeah, and then in the, on the other side, it is not me, it's someone who's an expert in that situation and thinking. In this situation, is what we need to do to help the person. Mm -hmm. So it, it's not me saying, "Give me cannabis or marijuana yeah. to relieve me of my stress yeah. or things like that." Yeah. It's someone else who we call a medical personnel yeah. saying, "In this situation, this is what you need to do because it's medicine." Mm -hmm. And and I think that's what Paul is basically saying when he says, "All things are lawful." lawful for me but they're not beneficial for me and and, and i think paul's argument is this guy is saying that as far as it depends on me this i cannot do because of a and b yeah so when we're looking at cannabis we start from there and then we can now begin to break down looking at the effects yeah. of, 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 of what you are doing even alcohol we can look at the long-term effects yeah. And therefore, when you look at the long-term effect, then you are saying, is it okay for me then to intentionally do that to myself, knowing the outcomes of the effect? 
Yeah. yeah. And so there are also those that would argue about uh, what would be, what would be referred to as recreational use. Use. Okay. Yeah. But again, it still comes to the same principle. Whether it's recreational or not, yeah. the bottom line is, have you recognized the effects that it's doing to your body? So even if you say, I'm in control, but what standard are you using to say I'm in control of faculties? Yeah. yeah. Okay, all right. Um, so the difference between the two, between the, the two instances is that one a medical expert comes in and he says uh, for for these reasons uh, I would recommend general anesthesia will put you under or something like that. So if someone can come to you and say first as well, listen, okay? I went to the doctor. The doctor recommended it. Boom. He even shows you a prescription. One. The doctor also says it's not harming my body. Two. Right. Yeah. I was, is your response to that one? Go ahead, uh, enjoy. You see, if it's recommended as medicine, I've never come across a person who enjoys medicine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. And so a person is going to be excited that uh, yeah. Praise the Lord. Yeah. Padadu. Yeah. Then we need really to ask the question that okay, look, what what is behind yeah. behind all that? Because medicine is meant to relieve, to offer relief yeah. to some abnormality yeah. in your body. Yeah. Yeah. So if I'm excited about marijuana, yeah. there's a component of me that wants it. Yeah. And therefore, I don't mind even if the doctor yeah. recommends, yeah. recommends it. That's one. Secondly, if it's medicine, the doctor will limit its use. Yeah. He doesn't leave it to your, your conscience. You either say once a day yeah. or once a week. Yeah. You get the point? Yeah. yeah. So I would like to understand, or I would like to know, okay, so if a doctor is saying, mm -hmm. for how long, mm -hmm. and what is he trying to, to achieve? To yeah. achieve? Yeah. Once I know that, I would like to ask the doctor if there is another yeah. way to another, deal with yeah. yeah, another way to deal with it. Yeah, 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 yeah reminded me of, uh, there's a church elder who was once asked about uh, uh, dancing, yeah. uh, uh, it was called ministry through dance. Yeah. Like, what do you think of ministry through yeah. dance? You know, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and the response was, uh, <laughs> uh, the response that the elder gave at the time was, he said, if you want to dance, just dance. Yeah. Right? Don't start blaming Jesus. Yeah. Don't, start, yeah. don't, don't, don't make it look as if you want to dance for, for Jesus. Just dance. Just go and dance. <laughs> <laughs> don't start bringing yeah. all these excuses about these things. Uh, it sounds like yeah. <laughs> it sounds like uh, what, what you're saying. Yeah. Someone comes and is like, "Okay, pastor, the doctors recommended yeah. all this." It's like you want to use it. A, don't 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 start bringing in the medical doctors. Side, yeah. Yes, yeah. let's address the real the real thing, which yeah. is that you want to uh, you want to take the substance, right? Yes, uh, that there should be an honesty. Yeah, just open up and yes. say, "Look, I've always wanted to smoke," mm -hmm. uh, and so therefore. I want to smoke yeah. because no, it, it's like a doctor saying I'm going to cut you yeah. 
move and they're excited. Oh yeah, I'll be yeah. No, no one does that yeah. in their mind, yeah. in their normal mind. Yeah. And so we yeah. should at least be honest about it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. A, a church member approaches you and he says, uh, I just want to, I've, I've always wanted to, I think it would be a good experience. Uh, why should we die? And so, we're assuming that this person is a Christian. Yes. Yeah. And again, like I said, the beauty with the Bible is that he doesn't give isolated principles. Yeah. They are a total package. Mm-hmm. So even when we went to First Corinthians 6 and downwards, uh, and beginning from there, there are other principles that we might look at. Romans 12, verse 1 and 2 tells us, do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, mm. but be transformed by the name of your mind. So if you are saying you are a Christian, so why do you want to conform to the pattern of this world? Even if it's out of experience, why? Why are you trying to be like the world which you are not? Uh, and then the other you find made, uh, principle is let's say in First uh, Peter five eight and nine, mm. we are being encouraged to be sober minded. Yeah. But also you are being sober minded about the schemes of the evil one. That's what First Peter five tells us. So don't give the foothold to the evil one to hook you into a substance that you may not want to, that you may fail to get rid of. And then. The other thing I want to say to the person is that even if it's experience, I this is this has been my principle in life. You don't have to experience everything to know it. Yeah. Experience at times is a good teacher for a fool. Yeah. Learn from other people's experiences and avoid or going that path. Yeah. So you know of individuals or the head of individuals who are drug addicts or they're addicted to marijuana. It started with trying to experiment. So why would you want to go that far? What makes you think you'll be an option? Yeah. Uh, rather you'll be an exception yeah. in that context. So you help the person to resonate from the scriptures yeah. so that they make up their mind. And lastly, is you also want to be able to let the person know to be aware of the schemes of the evil one. Yeah. It's very subtle. Yeah. So you might ask, you know, just experience, you just, you just feel high and you'll be okay. Yeah. And then in, in wanting to be, to feel high, that's how you get hope yeah. to resolve issue. Okay. Uh, I'll connect it to alcohol yeah. again. Yeah. Um, alcohol is not as addictive as uh, as cannabis it um someone can someone can can drink get drunk once or twice and it doesn't hook them to the same extent uh, the substances are different in terms of how they function um yeah now it sounds to me like there's a there's a discipline aspect to it that uh, one of them will easily gain mastery over you while the other one there's a there's it's possible for you to have mastery over it. Um, so in relating it to alcohol, mm-hmm. this is almost mm-hmm. transition, yeah. but it's, it's for a brief, it's for a brief, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a, a brief moment. Uh, if you know someone who has self-discipline issues mm-hmm. and that person comes and he says, I'm thinking of, uh, of, of starting to take alcohol, mm-hmm. you know, just for celebration or something like that. Um, 
given what they're saying, it's can uh, I'm thinking I can respond to that by saying, Chief, you are not disciplined. You can't handle, right? You can't. So you're not even addressing it. You're addressing it from the from the vantage point of discipline, in that you you are not in a position where you'd be able to use this in moderation. Um, it's, is, is, is that a way in which it can uh, this this issue can that's, be tackled, or that's do we one, simply stick to that's that's one way. Yeah, but one of the one of the things that we don't realize is actually Alka was more addictive than that. Mm. I went for it's a, some years back. I went for an organization was called Mental Health, and they were trying to help people deal with mental uh, health issues. And most of them were the result of substance abuse. Mm. And top on that was alcohol mm. abuse. Mm. Now, we tend to think marijuana or drugs or cannabis, whatever it is, are more addictive, but alcohol is more addictive. Mm. If you read the statistics, yeah. it is. Because with alcohol, there's an element of feeling nice, mm. there's an element of enjoying, mm. and there's also a sense in which there's a force. Uh, sense of you no, know, it's not as bad mm. as this. Mm. Yeah, but it, it, it's 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 gradual, mm. but very subtle. Mm. The addiction. Yeah. While for for drugs, my for my drug might just sit you hard in that moment, mm. and maybe you do crazy things and you say I'm not going to go that way. Mm. But with beer, there's a way in which it's gradual but very subtle. Mm. Before long, you are enjoying, mm. and it's actually more addictive. Mm and very difficult for a number of them to, to deal with it. So, in as much as I do say there's a level of discipline, I think you come to also the angle of the long-term effect on the person and really help the person understand that. How are you going to say enough is enough? At what point? Uh, because today you drink one. Tomorrow I want to do two. Because that's the nature of alcohol. Mm. Because it you, you, the more you feel nice, the more you the want. More you want yeah. And the more you want to, the more you feel to limit yourself. And and as a result of that, you begin to engage in all kinds of vices. Mm. That's why oftentimes you find that those who drink will either will be humanizers. Mm. Oftentimes. Mm. Because as it reduces your ambitions, your, your level of thinking, it now begins to create this illusion that everything around you is yours or is okay. That's why the guy, you find that the guy who is a quiet person, when they drink, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, uh, it gives you this sense of false courage. Yeah. I, I, and so that's the subtleness of it all. And behind all that is what I say is the skills of the evil one. Just letting you know, boss, you can. Yeah, you can you can do it. It's safe. Yeah, you can do it. Yeah. Yes. So uh, uh, is that one of the cases where you can say, let him who stands take heed lest he fall. Exactly. Yeah. We are not as strong as we think. Exactly. And the moment you give the, if I do not even give him a full a chance. That's what Peter tells us in First Peter five eight and nine about the devil. He said, don't even allow him an inch. Otherwise, that inch will be, it yeah. takes away, yeah. it, it takes control of your, of, of your life. So, 
So whatever it is you're looking at, the Bible talks about self-control. But that self-control is not in isolation. It is with other principles that the scriptures teach us. So that then you as a person should be able to say like Romans 4, 1 and 2. I should not conform to the pattern of the world, but I should be transformed by renewing of my mind. So I'm leaving this world, I don't want to be conformed. And I'll not just say, okay, no, I'm not like the world. No, I should be transformed by the renewing of my mind. And I renew my mind. I'm daily disciplining myself or putting myself under the instruction of God's word. So that as I'm saying, no, I'm growing in this season. Okay, so landing this plane, you are a Christian, you're relating to somebody who is dealing with a substance abuse problem, mm-hmm. cannabis, right? Um, how do you go about addressing that issue? Yeah. Uh, firstly, you need to, first of all, you need to recognize their addiction or they are dependent on the, on the substance. And then begin to deal with the, 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 at the physical level, begin to deal with the effects, the, the health issues that it brings, uh, I mean, cancer, uh, kidney failure, and all those things. And then as you are dealing with those issues, let the person know that if, uh, even if you totally withdraw from substance abuse or marijuana or cannabis abuse, mm. it's not the ultimate solution. Mm. The ultimate solution is freedom from sin in Christ. Yeah. Because if it's not marijuana, something else will hold you account, uh, accountable, rather captive, yeah. yeah, or hosted, because there's no self-discipline there. Uh, in, the, in, in as far as we, your sin is, is concerned. Yeah. But also, ultimately, is it's for us wanting to teach what the Bible teaches in Titus 2, yeah. verse 12. For the grace of God does appear yeah. to all men, teaching us to deny ungodliness yeah. and worldly passions on us. So, uh, so that as it teaches us to deny these things, we must live a sober life in righteousness and godliness in this present world. So we're saying that the reason why I don't drink, it's because I'm broke or because I don't like it. No, it's because of the grace of God has appeared and it's helping me to say no to to any of these things, but to live in in, in such a way. So that the person sees, because sometimes some people tend to think that because I'm broke, Oh, not because you are broke, or not just had the opportunity. Yeah. No, it's because of the grace of God, and it helps me to say no yeah. to ungodliness and worldly passions. Yeah. And therefore, because of that, that's why I'm not, I'm not into all these things. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Reminds me of Romans 13, verse 13, yeah. uh, 13 and 14. Let's work yeah. properly as in the daytime, not in drunkenness and orgies, yeah. sexual morality and sensuality, yeah. uh, quarrelsomeness and jealousy, yeah. but putting on Christ. Yeah. Yes, instead. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And, and all these arguments that we use that is not harmful, it's just for relieving my pain and all those things. You actually see that just a bit of, of, of science or biology it helps you that what marijuana does is that even the relieving of your pain is basically like making yourselves dead or die yeah. in that moment yeah. so that you're no longer feeling what you're going through. Yeah. But the Bible doesn't encourage us to be killing ourselves. <laughs> it encourages us to do what? To 
transform our mind gradually. So I need to be consciously aware of what's happening to me and therefore be able to say no or yes to it. Yeah. And so that's what we need to help people with. Yeah. And even when I help one who's addicted, begin to help them, first of all, look at the health issues yeah. it's creating, long-term health, health issues rather. And then from that point, begin to work with them to show them that the grace of God has a power to change their, even to change their addiction. Yeah. It's, it, it, it's, 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 it's not impossible. Yeah. Yeah, it's very possible. And they must therefore now to begin to see that the hope is only in Christ. Yeah, yeah. well, we hope that was uh, helpful for you uh, with uh, cannabis uh, legalization on the horizon. Not sure how long it's going to take, but uh, you can tell there's some serious pushes being made for that. There's also a lot of active use uh, among among uh, the people of the people of Zambia. So yeah. there are people who you know, people who are related to you, people who are in your surroundings mm-hmm. who are affected by this. It's important for us to know and be able to deal with this problem mm-hmm. where it is. We hope this has been helpful. Uh, let's take a short break here from our sponsors and then um, get into our book of the week. Congratulations, you are now a certified part of the machine, another cog in the wheel with no difference from all the other cogs next to you. Other universities try to build the mind at the expense of everything else. At ACU, we build the whole person, mind, heart, and soul. Humans and not machines. The African Christian University, enrolling now for 2022. Welcome back. This is segment number two of Coffee in the Library, Book of the Week. Take it away, Pastor Silva. All right, thank you. Uh, uh, sorry, let me just get the cover back into position so that you're able to... Oh, what is that? This is why I don't like dust jackets. <laughs> yeah, I get rid of them as yeah, fast yeah, as I can. Yeah. But they, they, they give a good look to the book. So this is the theology of the family. Now, the book might look thick and intimidating, but it's, uh, it's a very interesting one. And it's, 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 it's basically a, a collection of articles on family, family worship, family devotion, and, and, and the like. So it's about five centuries of biblical wisdom for family life. Uh, and then they've been put together uh, for us to 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 to, to read, uh, and uh, Joe Bicky uh, is one of those behind uh, this this project, and Phil Johnson, and uh, and the others. Conrad Mbewe has also commented on this, just the value that this book offers to this whole uh, aspect of uh, the theology of the family. And there's some, uh, one of the quotes of Spurgeon, the founder in the book, is why he's saying that when you look at the history of the world and the history of the church, strong churches as a result of strong families. Mm. Uh, and so if the family worship is weak, it will result in weak churches and therefore weak communities and weak nations. Mm. And so what the, the authors are trying to do is to help us appreciate the, the theology of the family and to get us back 
to the theology of the family so that the family heads, the, the husbands or the fathers might take the responsibility of training and instructing their children in the ways of, of God. And so the way the book is, uh, is done is that the, they are basically uh, chapter, uh, chapters on family worship and it will, be, it will be maybe a paper or a sermon that someone preached and it just uh, put in there, edited or reduced uh, to, to an F for just two pages, uh, highlighting the, the, the key points in that message or in that, in, in that presentation. And then also there's an example that is given that Biki does of a grandmother who, who, was, who was prayerful. And then you see that in the, in the children being saved and then their, their, their grandchildren. And also gives the example of Timothy, where Paul is saying, you learned it from your, grand, from your grandmother and from your mother. Mm. And the bottom line is to show that when the family is walking right with God, yeah. it has its own effect. Even on those who are not Christians, it yeah. sort of restrains the evil in their hearts and therefore making them to be responsible uh, citizens within the community that are adding value. But also ultimately, is a, it is a family which is looked at as a, a theological training yeah. where it's in the family where you learn about God, yeah. but also it's within the family which is a training ground. Yeah. You begin to learn how to handle discouragement, disappointment, uh, and, and all kinds of uh, issues because you would have learned uh, to train your family Rather, the, the family heads would have learned to instruct their families in the ways of God and learn how to process things from the biblical point of view. Yeah. And so I'd encourage men, even families, to look out for this book and read yeah. uh, uh, the book together with your family or with yourself. Uh, and it will, it will be very helpful, I can guarantee you, mm-hmm. very helpful. Forget about the size. It's, it's not one thought from beginning to end. Yeah. It's chapters yeah. on different aspects of the theology of the family. Yeah. You can use it as a reference book. Yes. You don't need to finish it. No. You can just read the specific chapters yeah. here and there. And it's, it's probably a book you keep coming back to over and exactly. over again. Exactly. Over the years. Yeah. And what's our rating for it? How easy is it to read? Yeah, it, my own assessment is that it's a six. Okay. Yeah. So it's not so difficult. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's because of the style in which it's written. Yeah. Okay, excellent. So you can pick it up. I know this book is also available in the Evergreen Bookshop. So uh, those of you who are in Lusaka, Zambia, feel free to come through to KBC, uh, look through the Evergreen Christian Bookstore. You will uh, not be disappointed. Thank you very much, everyone. This has been Coffee in the Library. We shall see you next time. All right, bye.